Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 128 of the Department of Offense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me, as always, is Carlos. I'm right here. And Matt. Howdy doody. And I got over my oatmeal addiction, guys. We're okay. Your uh, oatmeal addiction? Well, yeah, you said I ate too much oatmeal and became a Quaker. And you became a Quaker, but I assumed it was not because you loved oatmeal. (laughs) I just thought it made you so boring, you just had to become a Quaker. No, I was addicted to oatmeal. But luckily, I came to rather quickly. Because, I mean, everybody knows that oatmeal is one of the most boring, well, second most boring of the uh, food breakfast items. Wait a second. What's the most most boring breakfast item? Porridge. Porridge. porridge is oatmeal. Multi-meal. Like it's essentially the same thing. Have you it? had multi meal? That is the no. Most I've not had multi. It's well, the most no. boring stuff. It's sludge that you eat at breakfast. Isn't that what oatmeal is? No, that actually has a little bit more consistency. Not it. Not if it's the like the steel cut oats or what, the like the finely ground ones. It's watery, granulated pieces of probably grain. What uh, about grits? Aren't those the same thing? I don't know what grits are. Oh, okay. I like grits. But I'm Nobody that likes grits. Isn't like that grits. like meat? No, grits is not meat. What is it? Uh, grits is uh, like a southern oatmeal. It's like, no, isn't it a potato pancake type thing? No, hang on. I don't know. What is grits? Maybe it's multi-meal, if that's what, it's, what it is. A dish of coarsely ground corn kernels boiled with water or milk. What's the... Like what's what's multi-meal, then? What uh, is malt? That could just be a brand meal. of grits. It's hot cereal. Yes. I, it's Oh, it comes in 33 delicious varieties. All of them taste like... Uh, no, it says nothing. delicious. Right here. Delicious. No. Well, actually, Malto Meal is a brand of cereal. Yeah. Right. Like that, that, that includes Berry Colossal okay. Crunch, Colossal all Crunch. Right, up I'm not col- crazy. Col- There's fried grits. Southern fried grits. Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just have a biscuit? That's what I. That's what I knew them as. I didn't know that it was a porridge type thing. I know that porridge type stuff though. Like we always just called it multi meal because that was the brand that we had growing up. It, it sounds was, terrible. It was pretty much the worst. I like oatmeal though, I especially that, with lots of brown you know, sugar. I guess and like having such a boring food like that is one of the reasons that as I grew up, when I had access to the actual sugar, I dumped sugar on my uh, Cheerios and such. Because that's what you do when you have Cheerios. You pour sh- uh, ser- uh, sugar into your bowl. Is that what you do? Yeah, and then Is that my phone or yours? That was mine. I just turned it on. And then out. once you're done with the actual Cheerios themselves, you can scrape your spoon ab- along the bottom of the bowl and scrape up the milky sh- uh, sugar oh. and eat that directly. I, I didn't put I, sugar on Yeah, this. I didn't. You didn't do that? I put sugar on my Rice Krispies. But I yeah, I did that too. I didn't put it on. I put on every cereal that didn't come sh- with sugar in it. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Neat. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we get too deep here, uh, I want to give a shout out to our Patreon uh, black belt patron. No, just the one still. It's Zach. All right, Zach Zablowski, you are the best. And yeah. if you want to be as awesome as him, head on over to Patreon.com and become a patron today. Every little bit helps. All of our patrons are equally as awesome, but some of them are aws- more awesomer than others. Yes, I know I said they were equal, but they're not. They're equal in some ways. They are equal in some ways. 
Their their base level of awesomeness is equal, but then you can get additions for dollars. That doesn't make any sense <laughs> at all. No. No, now you've lost me. Now I've lost you. Well, shit. All right. Uh we're going to do things a little differently uh today. <sighs> Yeah, we're going to do the guest first, and then we're going to do the beer and the news on the second half of the episode, just because I want everyone fresh and excited for our guest. I'm really excited. Uh, I'm going to try... Oh, shit. It's Rick. And you said he wasn't going to come. Right? Yeah, we're on the air, so we can't really talk to you right right now until you get a microphone in front of your face. So I'll wait for Rick to get settled before we dive into the guest. So the the guest uh, today is Jeff Cool as Heck, and he is cool as heck. So I'm really excited to have him on. Oop. What? Uh, I, we I'm here. Everyone? Yeah. 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 Why were we late? Because uh, I don't know. I oh, drive okay. slow. No. Why would you drive so slow? I don't know. I go like 50. Why? So deer don't jump through my windshield anymore. Yeah, well, they don't jump through my windshield. Mm, that's probably because your car is shitty. <laughs> I don't think that's the reason that's why. That's entirely possible. Yeah. I don't want to ruin that car. They look at it, and they're like, that guy's already having a, a <laughs> tough enough go of it. All right, so we're going to see if we can get Jeff here calling over on the Skype. Okay, I was going to say, I don't see it in here. It's ringing. It's ringing. Where's he from? Jeff? Hello? Hello, you are calling the future. I am uh, calling the we're future. We're calling the future? <laughs> yes, it what? is 707. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I don't know what we can do with this power. What are the lottery numbers? The lottery numbers? That What lottery numbers? You think I, I don't have... I'm not Biff. I don't have that. <laughs> I'm, this. I'm taking one of these. Hey, can I get a little more volume? I don't have... Is it Gray's Almanac? Um... Was it? When was that? Oh man, I don't know now. Oh, I just assumed it was a fictional uh, almanac. Yeah, because I haven't seen it. I've been going to Barnes and Nobles all the time. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. I don't know if like the hour time difference is really gonna. Well, what else are you gonna do? I, guess. I well, like lotteries, lotteries, and well, I mean maybe sporting events, but you're not gonna be able to get the books. <sighs> Well, I don't know what else. Uh, I, I, I just I jumped. I, I actually use the uh, the wonder of GTS, which is Google that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it is Gray Sports Almanac, and it was 1950 to 2000, so I'm 50 years, 15 years behind. That's why I can't find it. Oh, yeah. yeah it's not super helpful in 2015, is it? I suppose it it wasn't that it was in the pawn shop window, wasn't it? You know it? that almanac yeah. had a lot of information for being as thin as it was, because that's a lot of years of information. Yeah, because it's just like the um, it's just the outcomes. Because I remember, because I'm a little older than you guys, I think, so I remember like being fascinated by almanacs and the old school um, Guinness Book. Yeah, where it was like a thousand just crazy listings and stuff, like a guy smoking eight hundred cigarettes at once, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, those were good the times. Fat, the fat twins riding motorcycles. Yeah, so just just oh, basically, I think all of that is just the old school Wikipedia. Yeah, oh, yes. well, and exactly. I remember going in uh, whenever we had like quiet time in the library as a class. The uh, the Guinness book uh, books were the first thing that disappeared. Yeah. Obviously, uh, I remember every time they had well, the, b- the when, book fairs. When I, we did that. 
there's these books I've always tried to find, but I can't from the library growing up in New York. And they were these orange hardcover books, and they were about the old Universal monsters. That sounds really cool. That sounds actually. awesome. Yeah, and you were we were like you know like a fourth grade, third grade, and whichever class had library first, those books stayed in that class forever. <laughs> Because they would just go back and forth. So, that you know, they, they always talk about Holy Grails. That was yours. I've got two Holy Grails. One of those books and a Paul Smith page from X-Men 169. Because that's the first comic I remember buying myself. Oh, man. So, yeah. Man, so, how are you guys? We're doing pretty good. Uh, it's it's warm as hell up yeah. <laughs> right yeah. now. Uh, because, you know, well... You're, you've spent some time in Minnesota, obviously. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I was up there for about about five years and uh, and decided, you know, maybe uh, maybe a change of pace. Had some stuff pop up, and you know, my family's down here. And now, uh, whenever you guys hear the, the phrase "a Florida man," chances are it might be me. <laughs> <laughs> so us complaining about it being hot and humid up here—that really yeah. means nothing to you no, down there in Florida. It's, you know, it's it's you know, hot and humid is. Not yeah, up there. What's it, about eighty? <laughs> eighty with a ninety percent dew point. Yeah, yeah. I think um, every day, if you 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 check the my phone, it's it's thunderstorms, possible thunderstorms every day, <laughs> and ninety eight, <laughs> and the humidity is like, yeah, you're kidding me. That's that's what I said on my phone. Yeah, you're kidding me. <laughs> Best app ever. How's it? Yeah, like, yeah but, just just it. You look at it, it's just stay inside. How does the yeah, humidity exactly. even go over 100%? <laughs> and the one thing I'm happy about being back to the East Coast, because I'm, you know, not that you can tell from my voice, I was an East Coast, I'm East Coast guy, is finally getting Dunkin' Donuts back in my life. <laughs> <laughs> ah, who needs a Dunkin' Donuts? Oh, man. It used to, man, when I drive, I remember when uh, me and my, my con mates, my, my running partners, uh, Lucas and Jack, Lucas Munson and Jack Costa, TC3, when uh, we're driving through the um, the Dells, there's that one last bastion of Dunkin' Donuts. I'm like, we need to stop now. And I don't think I've ever had Dunkin'. Really? Oh, You've yeah, never yeah. had Dunkin' Donuts? I don't think so. That's a weird it's, thing to not have had. Yeah. It's delicious and cheap. Yeah, man. Everyone knows what it is. <laughs> well, yeah, I know what it is, but I don't think That's like being a weird Canadian and not knowing what Tim Hortons is. Who hasn't had it because they start asking about the donuts? No one cares about the donuts. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no, I, I I guess there aren't. I haven't seen any Dunkin' Donuts up here. I have like not, I haven't seen any since like uh, I used to live in North Carolina. So yeah, they're actually um, before I left. The big news was that they were bringing in uh, um, uh, somebody was bringing in chains of Dunkin' Donuts into um, the Twin Cities. Um, there was one in uh, Rochester, but I never had a chance to run down and do it. I thought about it a couple times. To run down and pick it up. It seems that, like a know. drive just for Dunkin' Donuts. Hey man, I remember I, when? Uh, you know, but then then there's a big excitement because they were bringing the Giordano's. Then Giordano's. Uh, yeah, pizza pizza place. The yeah. thick crust. Deep, that's not pizza. No, yeah, that's I've never had it. Marinara, <laughs> yeah, I've never I've never heard of that one. That one that one's thrown me. Yeah, that's uh the Chicago that's uh the Chicago style, the big chain in Chicago. Okay. So they brought that in. I'm like, that's still not. That's not yeah, pizza. no, the thick crust Chicago style pizza. I'm gonna lose half of my listeners here, but that is not pizza. No, that is that is bullshit. That is that is cake with pizza toppings on top. 
But uh, John Stewart had a nice rant about it. He said, "What if you dr- and he, I know you guys will enjoy this part. If you fall asleep drunk in your pizza, you don't want to worry about drowning." <laughs> <laughs> that's yes. that's a good that's, point. That's, that's a very good point. All right. Well, we we're uh, man, we're like seven minutes into this, and we haven't had you introduce yourself yet. No problem. I'm, I'm quite a yeah, because now you know I, I'm not allowed to do group. <laughs> yeah we had him on and he just talked about dunkin donuts for an hour and a half you know? well, i guess he worked for uh, dunkin donuts next time we talk to um doug calberg as doug's doug is does the best me impression ever where he'll just go on a tangent i remember one day i went on a tangent with them about uh, mark fidridge and big bird <laughs> so i'm not even sure you guys even get that either it's a uh, Mark Fitchers was a pitcher in this like the seventies for uh, the Tigers looked like Big Bird. So never mind. Oh, let me let me introduce myself. All right, I am, I am cool as heck. Uh, comic illustrator, writer, uh, comic shop prophet. Um, comic shop prophet. Yeah, that's yeah. So far, it's it's prophet with a uh, with a P, not with a F, with a PH, not with a F. <laughs> okay. I'm hoping soon it is profit with a with with a, like a bank account profit, and not. <laughs> but I'm trying to think what else. Um, I've I've uh, done quite a lot. I do um, write and illustrate Evenfall. I illustrate uh, Brisingaman or Brisingaman. I think we're still not sure of the pronunciation. I think. I, okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one who's <laughs> figuring that one out. In it one way, but I think we found out it's uh, Brisingaman. Because we, I, I googled, I GTSed it, and uh, and then also I was um, executive producer on uh, Alpha X, um, and did a lot of artwork, and I did the thumbnails for that, and uh, basically a con warrior. I do as many cons as I can. Looks like from now to the end of the year, I have at least two a month. And then next year's looks even be even be bigger and. Um, gotten some good feedback out there and and then uh being invited by wizard world to do panels at every every con i do for Very them cool. about independent comics so that's pretty much it as cool as heck which is k-o-o-l new word a-s old word heck h-e-c-k dot com see i'm putting the plug in early case perfect so who else is there with you all right, uh, we have we have Matt, I believe, who you've met at the con. At the con, I yep. I mock Matt, maybe the first time we met. The what did you do? Probably the second or third time as well, but, yeah. Yep, uh, and then we have Carlos. Yeah. Hey, Carlos. He's at hey. the con. And then the, the new voice that you did not uh, meet was, or is Rick. That's me. Okay, hey, Rick, is Ubu there? Who's Ubu? Ubu. The dog that's always walking around your shows? Oh, man. Uh, no. <laughs> We haven't had that dog around for a while. All right. Toughy? So, I, I wanted to say sit, ubu, sit for like, see my obscure references again. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I believe was that was that family ties. I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> oh. Now you're bringing the family ties in. Oh, no. Where are we going next? Oh, man. I am <laughs> not, like, I had notes, and now I'm like, oh, these are all out the window. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, because I know I I watched the uh, TC3 panel and you guys were, you know, chatting, hoping they start talking to each other. I 
if you if I was there, it would be no problem because I'd just be talking the whole time. Yeah, well, that TC three panel was a lot of fun. Uh, it took it took a bit of coaxing, but once we found the right thing, uh, they really took off. It was yeah, no, they're they're you know um I'm really that ended up being a lot bigger than we originally thought it was going to be, which is great. Um, you know, we've got a great great bunch of guys there. It's um started uh was we were going to all the local cons and ended up randomly being put next to somebody. So one con, I sat next to Joe Roll. Uh, next con, I was next to uh, Lucas Munson and Jack Cotts. And then the next one, I was next to uh, Phil Giuliano. And every time I sat next to one of those guys, hey, you know, we should get together, do a drink and draw, you know, check things out. You know, because other times, once a year, twice a year, fall con, spring con, uh, Mars con, whatever the local con is, we don't really get to chat and talk. So ended up getting everybody and saying, hey, let's meet up. And, you know, as you guys know, we got some uh, social lubrication, got some beer involved. And everyone's like, yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> uh, so we got there and everybody brought their what they're working on and and showing it. You know, Lucas and Jack was kicking tail on uh, Siamese and. Uh, Phil with Best in Show and Doug and Pandora and the the Sanguine Nights guys came and we're just chatting up looking at different things and then it just started getting a little bit more than what we thought it was going to be uh, because we just started saying, hey, you know, hey, can you do this, can you do that? And I was, we were walking out one night and me and Lucas were just chatting and I was like, hey, when are you going to write something for me? And he's like, huh? Like, when are you going to write something for me? So as he said before, you know, when is when an artist comes and says, "Hey, write something for me," I'm gonna do it. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's that's sure. how uh, prison gaming came about. There you go. And then going forward, we got together for um, what we were gonna try and do like a 24 hour comic, which ended up becoming Alpha X. Um, as everything with us always comes a little bit bigger than what we originally intended, which is a good thing because we push each other. And what was great is always getting together and. You know, not being that guy that didn't have anything different than the last time. Like, hey, we've seen these pages three times, three months in a row. What else are you going to do? You know, because a lot of it was based on, you guys do. You guys go to cons. You guys see it, sometimes the same guys, like con after con. Oh, yeah. And they have the same thing. Yeah, exactly. The same. They might have had something printed two years ago, but that's all they still have for two years ago. Yeah. So my, my thing has always been is trying to get whenever I go to that city the second time, uh, come in with something new. Because otherwise, you know, I didn't do that good at this time as I did last time. Yeah, because you're selling the same things to the same market. Yeah. And um, that was one of the things, too, I wanted to do with when uh, Wizard World came in last year was, okay, um, I I love uh, the guys that do SpringCon, FallCon, but that's the same crowd that's there every year. You know, yeah. my stuff is not particularly superheroes, so I can appeal to a wider range. Um, so or just Prince. Lucas, yeah, Lucas and I went and set up and did really well and uh, got to be harassed by uh, Gilbert Gottfried, who was across from us the whole weekend. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gilbert, uh, Gilbert was across from us, and we were like, wave to Gilbert. And I have a tendency when I was doing shows to wear these really ugly Argyle sweaters. <laughs> so I went up to Gilbert over to his booth. And I was like, hey, Gilbert, I want to apologize. I did a quick sketch of him. 
And Luca's like, he's going to say that looks nothing like him. So I did it in, on, uh, if you go to my Cool as Heck uh, Facebook page, you'll see the sketch I did for him. And it says, this looks nothing like me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I went over to Gilbert and I said, Gilbert, I'm sorry you got to stare at me all weekend in my ugly Argyle sweater. He's like, oh, like there's a nice Argyle sweater? <laughs> <laughs> So Lucas went over first. He's like, "Hey, you know, I'm a big fan." He's like, "Can I have a can I uh, our handshakes free? You know, because at the Wizard World, some everything's charged." He's like, "Yes, unfortunately." <laughs> so we're there. We got lunch, and uh, like I had to be. I think it was like Saturday morning. Um, so we're like, "Hey, Gilbert, you want some?" I there's like a cookie and a sandwich that um, we grabbed at the snack bar or whatever. I was like, "Gilbert, you want some of my cookie?" He's like, "What?" Well, I was like, I have a cookie. What kind of cookie? <laughs> I said, uh, Reese's, uh, Reese's, it looks like Reese's Pieces in the peanut butter. Oh. So he gets out from behind the, um, behind his, his little table and climbs down because he's a little dude and goes walking over. And then everybody in the aisle just stops because like it was like an animal loose to the zoo for the poor guy. <laughs> It's like, huh? And like, you can see some pictures of that. I recently posted them again on my um, my Facebook page. And he's like, who would think a guy like you would eat cookies? <laughs> <laughs> for those that don't know, I'm, I'm a quite a, a quite a man of birth. So it was great. So he, he said, you got to cut a napkin for me. So we gave him the napkin. Lucas is laughing his, his, um, his butt off. And then he takes it, puts it in his pocket. So all the rest of the day, we see him reaching into his pocket and nibbling on a cookie. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah! Man, it's, it's like, a... uh, one of the things that that the guys in the TC3 are always impressed with is my my ability to make connections. Um, this year uh, at uh, at Wizard World Minneapolis, this year um, James Hughes was walking around, saw my stuff, ended up uh, commissioning me to do a. Um, do a dead shot because he loves dead shot from the old uh, Suicide Squad. Doing a dead shot um, sketch pinup for him, and he also picked up uh, each one of my books. Very cool. And, and we got him. Uh, we got him Alpha X, and uh, he picked that up. And he's like, "I was like, so what's the about? And a big sale usually with that is rockets and ray guns. It's like more like boobies and blasters, man." <laughs> <laughs> so then he came back and got a T-shirt from us. And the thing was, during this time, Doug and Lucas and Jack were in there. They usually do a panel when we do Wizard World about collaborating on uh, independent comics. They came back and like, what happened? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just talking to Jay. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> and then the Milwaukee, um, Jay came back and said, hey, big boy. We talked about our books. And uh, Ernie Hudson came over and picked up uh, picked up Evenfall. And... Because even for all my selling out of the con is uh, CSI meets the Exorcist. That's the high concept, or like a voodoo noir kind of mm-hmm. thing going on. So. But yeah, um, as you guys can tell, you guys have uh, basically not said much in the 15 minutes I've been talking so far. Hey, well, that's um, that's kind of our job in this thing <laughs> is to let somebody else talk for a change. I know I facilitate my whole thing, but yeah, Doug is Doug is a, they they have random videotapes of me just babbling. <laughs> I found the picture of you with Gilbert, and it's hilarious. Did I see? <laughs> Handing over the cookie. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> you can go find it on his Facebook. <laughs> oh, oh man. Uh, I think it's Facebook slash cool as heck. 
I was trying. I was hoping to see the actual drawing you did of him, but I can't seem to. It find should it be there. there. <laughs> um. So let's. I guess let's talk about uh, about a couple of your books. Uh, I will say, uh, Evenfall. I I read the 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 copies that or the what you sent over. Um. And I can't wait to see what happens next. <laughs> I yeah. like I fell in love with that book almost immediately. I kept uh, I kept picturing the uh, main uh, what was it, a detective or a lieutenant the uh, main uh, guy. Yeah, I, I kept picturing yeah. him being voiced by Keith David. Just oh, to- all right, yeah, you know it's um what's what's great is it's um a little bit of a different different take. I wanted to set it up where you think you know where it's going, um you know with the crime procedural mm-hmm. uh you know Lieutenant Norval Adrian. Um, kind of with a, a, you know, from the, from Barbados with a little background there. Actually, my my family, my grandmother was from Barbados, her family. So it was a nice little thing that I could throw in a little bit. You know, they always say trying to add yourself to it. And I wanted to do like a straight up what you thought was a crime procedural and kind of toss it on his head. And always what's great about the fact is I love the floppy format of comics Mm-hmm. is because of the ability to have those those cliffhangers. So both issues one and two, you know, nice nice cliffhangers. I had someone um, send me a message after the first one, you know, hey, I'm, uh, you know, nice cliffhanger. I can't wait for the next one. Got one. The second one came out. He emailed me. He was going to te- punch me in the mouth next time we saw him because of the way <laughs> it ended. So I said, I guess I did my job, you know. Yeah, that, that, that second cliffhanger was... You know, I'm I, I I need the third one. <laughs> yeah, maybe you need to escalate things. Have an even bigger uh, cliffhanger every time. Yeah, it's 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 gonna get it's gonna get crazy, and that's that's what I really wanted to um really put out there was the fact is you know, and with uh, my style, it really fits a nice because as you guys can see, uh, and people have joked with me like, where did you get your style? My style is the best way to explain it is if. Um, you took the DNA of George Perez, Frank Miller, John Byrne, and Howard Chaikin and just put them all together. Because I got the tones of Chaikin and, you know, really using that black and white format to it, to its, uh, you know, to the degree that I want to, you know, trying to use the um, the different formats and things. Mm-hmm. Where, it's, where you're able to, you know, kind of layer it a lot better, kind of, you know, almost coloring, but straight with uh, just black and whites and tones. Where a lot of times with black and white comics, they just do a um, slight gray or a slight bit of tone. I try and layer it as much as possible. Yeah, I yeah I I was like I I spent a lot of time on Evenfall, and then um, oh I'm gonna butcher this name again. But then again, nobody knows how to say it. Oh, it's, it's uh, it, Brisbane. It, uh, we Lucas and I have kind of settled on Brisbane Gaming, and and until because I'll be shooting up to um, I'm almost at a. I'm gonna be getting my Florida license tomorrow, so that means I can get a discount on uh, Disney uh, the uh, annual pass. So <laughs> I'll be going, and my first thing I will do is I will go to Norway in Epcot and ask one of the the the, the students that work there that are from Norway because Disney imports all their workers for Epcot. Really? For Epcot. So they actually come here. They have a they have a school here, a college. I'm like doing a Disney pitch. They have a college here on Long Beach. I don't know why it became like a, like a bad Go track. work for Disney. 
Yeah, so they come in, so they're all they're all imported, they're all shipped here, they're boxed up, <laughs> shipped here. They, they have they have a little bowl of uh, lutefisk and levsa. It, it's the... all right. They put holes in the box. <laughs> so you know, so I'll go there and then I'll walk over to the to the beer garden, look for some lederhosen and some schnitzel gruben. It's, Wrong it's, country. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Man, well, I, I, man, well, well Lucas, Lucas is still up here. He should be able to, you know, know how to say it with that Minnesotan accent there. Well, I figured no, that I, with we, any. Uh... The thing is, we never even thought about it really, but yeah. So, so prison gaming was. Um, Lucas was, was always interested in like the, the Norse, and Lucas has. I don't want to say an aversion to superhero comics, but he has an aversion to superhero comics. <laughs> Uh, so what we want to do with him is, um, he, he said, Hey, I've been looking at these Norse myths for years. Do you down? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. You know? So we went with it and what we decided to do too, is we have like a prelude, an introductory comic that kind of set up the whole story, but it's not necessary. And then we have what we call the full issue one. And the prelude is neat because it's got Lucas's script and my process of how I handle it. And then from there we did issue one and we, you know, we knew it was going to be really big from the beginning. So we decided, um, actually I decided that I was going to do everything in two page spreads. So every page, except for the first page and the last page is a two page spread. Um, cause we knew it was going to be huge. In fact, I'm working on, um, that the next issue of that right now, it should be done probably in a month or so. Okay. Um, so that the next issue of that and really setting it up and got lots of snow and cold. It's going to be nice. You know, in the back of my house here is actually my, um, my porch looks over a golf course and palm trees. It's going to be really different drawing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to be drawing snow. Well, yeah. just, yeah, we're going to turn up the AC and pretend stick your head in the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> Have Lucas try to ship you some. Oh, yeah. that's It'll that's hold up. But, but I'm, I know. I'm going up to, um, you know, like I said, I'm doing a lot of cons this year. In fact, um, I'll be doing Wizard World Austin in the end of October. And then from there, I'll be flying on it right to Des Moines to do um, Midwest Con, okay. which is to be known as Icon. So November in Iowa is probably going to be a nice little shocker to me. <laughs> Well, nice might not be the right word. But. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I haven't even thought about jeans, or, you know. Yeah, you're going to have to buy some pants. I know. You know, hey, buy some pants. I don't, there's, a, there's, a, there's a Thornton Melon joke in there somewhere. <laughs> For those that don't know, Thornton Melon is a character played by Rodney Dangerfield in the movie Back to School. <laughs> and he owned the big and tall men's shop. So, see, I did a little side thing. <laughs> Man, that's actually cool really, with the deep cuts just all the time. All the, yeah, I don't stop. When I, and when, I do, um, when I do my panels at the Wizard World, um, they usually have the different the mics set up for, like, because multiple usually there's multiple people. It's just me. So I move another mic next to me. So when I make a reference that no one gets, I lean over to the mic like it's the uh, – like it's the um, the old comic 
asterisks for more information, you should read <laughs> X Men Thirty Two. <laughs> like yeah. So I made the reference one time that uh, the TC three was like we're like the Wu Tang Clan, where like each of us have our own projects and then we come together, mm-hmm. and like some of them got so I leaned over and I was like the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> 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 Consisting of the RZA, the GZA, Inspector Rex, so bastard, also known as Big Baby Jesus, Osiris, Cyrus. You know, like, oh, okay. but yeah, that that one's that's that's I usually do um, really well um, on those shows for people showing up, but also you know explaining my process and how to where I go step by step. I have a nice. Um, I have a nice multimedia presentation, aka PowerPoint, and uh, you know go over everything. and And what's what's nice is it, it gets people out there and really gets the chat, and also helps me to get people back to my table. Very cool. Yeah. So, uh, what's what's the subject of your of your like con uh, panels? Oh, my panels. It's uh, from uh, trying to think. It's uh, from thumb. It's called Thumbs to Print. Um, making independent comics by yourself with cool as heck. So it's basically showing the, my process where I start with the thumbnails and then all the way to how you get your stuff out there, whether it's getting printed, whether using social media to get your name out there to all the different versions now, because there's, uh, you know, web comics like Doug and uh, Phil Giuliano do. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also trying out now, we just um, put Alpha X on. Um, Alpha X is on uh, Amazon. Oh, really? Amazon Kindle Reader. Interactive or just a uh, flip it's, through? It's right through. Um, like if you have a Kindle or you have a um an iOS and an Apple device, you download the free Kindle service, and it's actually uh, panel. We have panel view set up on it. Good, cool. Um, so you can download to whichever whatever device you have, whether it's a Kindle Fire or a Paperwhite. I your like that panel. iPad, dude. your iPhone. I, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a nice setup on that. We're waiting because uh, Comicology takes forever. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, um, man. That's what I use. Yeah. To, to submit in there, we've it's been, um, it's been probably since May. Oh, wow. That's insane. Yeah. And I've gotten a response back recently like, oh, we are – it looks good. We are still working on it. So, okay. They know that's sounds like the old telemarketing days. Please hold. Hey, I found it on Amazon. It only took me six page throughs, but I found it. Yeah, for some reason it's not searching that well. But, yeah, it's a, it's that. We have also are um, uh, sure oh. we'll also be going through um, Indie Planet for that as well, um, which is which is a print, to, um, print on demand with Kablam. Um, but uh, they'll also have its own uh, online sources on that. So that's a nice test that we're doing for all of us. Um, but that's some of the things I explained in my um, in my uh, my panels is the fact is get your stuff out there, you know, whether it's online, whether it's through your own um, through your own website, through social media, through Twitter, through Tumblr. There's so much stuff out there, you know. Figure out who you want to re- get out to. And like I said too, my stuff is, you know, prison game is like Norse mythology, uh, sword and sorcery. Um, 
even falls crime and crime and voodoo like i say voodoo noir it's not really the superhero stuff mm-hmm. because with superhero doing independent superhero stuff it's really tough because no matter what you do you end up being a variation of whatever car, car, car character that you think everything is either a variation of spider-man batman or superman it's because we're so saturated with those yeah, archetypes exactly the only only thing that's really come up original on superhero wise at an independent, not really independent, is Image is in, Invincible. Is the only one who's really turned it on its head, but still it comes back to that youthful, you know, could even be back to a Spider Man, Superman kind of amalgam. Mm-hmm. So go go for the story that's different, you know, that quick pitch because that's why I love, and I always joke too that that that's my church. A con is my church. Um, that's where I live is that's where I truly come alive is when I'm able to talk to people and try and get them, you know, in a minute pitch to pick my book up and check it out. Yeah. You know, and, you know, have somebody come in and say, Hey, you know, Hey, that's, that's a cool idea. Well, here, check it out. And with the, um, with the panel, that's what I, what I do, but it's nice. Cause now I have an hour to tell them how I do it, but at the same time, really sell my books. Yeah. And, um, you know, come across with that, that idea. Very cool. Um, so you just started, uh, either back into the webcomic game or just started doing it for the first time. Uh, yeah, I'm really something, there's a story I had floating in my head for a while, um, that I really wanted to try and get out there. And do it a little bit different, and that's and that's called the Isaac Caron. And Isaac Caron, I wanted to do it kind of like a storyboards because I always thought storyboards were, you know, back in the day with I remember picking up like the art of Empire Strikes Back, I think it was, where they had the storyboards for the different sequences of the movie, where they would have the, every panel is a set size, like a movie screen. Uh huh. And the dialogue and everything each, and that's kind of the way I've got eyes. Oh account. yeah, okay. So it's yeah, so it's all storyboarded versus. Yeah, it's 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 more of a storyboard than a panel, a page. Mm-hmm. Where it's kind of limiting me a little bit in what what I do, but at the same time, I could try something different. I I use um, musical cues, kind of like when you're watching a movie. Okay, start music here, and then bringing in lyrics underneath and. Um, the dialogue and the description of what you're looking at. Um, so yes, yeah, so I'm doing that twice a week, um, and it's 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 a great it's a great little bit different story. Like I said, I always try to take it a little bit different. It's um, a story of the early '90s. Uh, a guy named uh, named Eck, um, growing up in uh, an upstate New York town, which is kind of being attacked by the early run on of, of drugs. Okay. But, th- but at the same time, hip hop is starting. And at the same time, there's some supernatural elements coming in. So it's definitely a little bit, a little bit different, you know, um, the high concept looking at it. Cause I always try and do that to try and boil it down. And I'm trying to find a, uh, a better way to say it, but now, now I can do a little more. It's like the movie straight out of Compton. <laughs> okay, straight out of Compton, mixed with Doctor Strange. Huh. Nice, very cool, man. Straight out of Compton did crazy money this past weekend did too. It? 
Yeah, like blew past their projected earnings. Yeah, yeah, did you know? Because you know, it's 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 looking. It looks pretty. Uh, looks pretty interesting. What what I found interesting is they have a uh, Ice Cube's son is playing Ice Cube. Yeah, I read that. Yeah, and I read that Ice Cube is was they were he was there when they were having this scene where Ice Cube's son was was with his sleeping with his, having sex with his the character that plays his mother. <laughs> That's a little awkward. So, yeah, so that's not how I did Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, just this is a total aside. Uh, Straight.compton did $56 million this weekend, and it had a $29 million budget. Wow. Holy shit. So it doubled its budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is so- awesome. I always, I always was an MC Ren fan myself, so I don't know how much love he got in there. So. <laughs> but yeah, just you know, just trying different things. You know, I'm uh, got like I said, I got a bunch of cons coming up. I've uh, you know trying the web comic thing too, and and do with the uh, the Isaac Caron. It's it, you know it's twice a week, and then eventually I'll we uh, I'll be able to reproduce it because I can do three. Three panels, three setups on a page. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be able to do that, and just trying to, you know, get out there and still, um, like I said, one of the things I really miss is really working with. Um, I joke and say my brothers in ink, where you know, but now with um, the guys in the TC3, but now it's online, so we can send stuff back and forth, and you know, definitely with Lucas and working with Lucas really is, you know, he's got a great drive on that. And, Working together when we we did Alpha X, that was that was an insane project. Um, just coordinating everything and that, you know, Lucas and I really did that. But I was the one I did all the um, the thumbnails, all the storyboarding on that. Okay. And then I assigned the pages out. Oh, okay. So you know, so what happened was I was the main point of contact on that. So once I did all the storyboards. You know, I said, oh, okay, I, I think Doug will do great on this one. And and Jack Cotts is, you know, is going to do good on this one. And then, and then when I got back, it's like, oh, okay, who do I want to see ink this one? And you're like, Phil will do really good trees on this one. And yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Phil. Yeah, Phil will be like, okay, Phil, we got, you know, what, you know, what do you want? And Phil, Phil's so, so busy and yeah, that's so much other things. He's like, I can't really do much. What pages do you have? So I should show them pages. Okay, I'll take this one. But he did kill it. He did kill that uh, that splash page, which literally is not really a splash page, but it's the ship splashing down. So we get mm-hmm. a splash page. Um, but yeah, so you know, with Doug, Doug and my stuff, and then what was what was really cool was the different pages that you know you when he came back to ink because it's a whole different thing because most of us have never really inked other guys' stuff. Okay. Um, you know, cause we're so used to creating our own stuff. So it was really cool. Cause you know, inking a page of Doug's is a little bit different. Might lose, um, you know, a mixture of brushes and pens and, uh, doing Scott Rolfs is, uh, another guy in the TC3 doing his was all mostly pen- brushes because of the way his look is. And, but then, um, that last huge two page spread at the end of the book, um, inking Jack Montgomery, um, he killed, he killed a bunch of my pens, man. Cause his stuff is just so, so small and so tight, mm-hmm. but it was fun just seeing it coming back and forth and, you know, lettering it up and, 
you know, and then watching Doug and uh, Corey Falk color it and have it come back. And then we did the, um, Lucas and I sat down and created all the, uh, the extra Kickstarter stuff. But the most important thing was not the Kickstarter, Indiegogo, was Lucas spent so much time and so much effort working at Indiegogo and really just killing it and, you know, getting it out there. And what was great was with the social media out there, we were, um, we were close towards the end about not hitting our goal. So I was on Twitter and I was like, saw Jimmy Pagliotti posted something and I was like, wait, Jimmy did a lot of different stuff. So I just sent him a quick little, hey, Jimmy, check out our truly a true jam comic. He instantly retweeted it, and within minutes, we hit our goal. Very cool. With all his followers and stuff. And, you know, we're working on hopefully to have the next issue of that out, getting everybody scheduled together, you know, again, like the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> you know, we have, when we, we come back, we, you know, we, we make our we make our albums and then, separate and do our individual stuff or uh you know but it, unlike NSYNC we will get back together oh god <laughs> just the deep just, cuts was, all the time it's constant I love it and hopefully unlike the Backstreet Boys it won't be years yeah well, well that's already, yeah. you know but then you had the uh the NKOB BSB tour I know Carlos was there he was front row uh, oh ah kids block uh Backstreet Boy tour a couple years ago, yeah. But yeah, but I've got I've got his pop collar, crooked uh, hat. Three, no, three pop collars. Frosted tips. Frosted tips. <laughs> so Jeff, uh, what like so you've you've done the web comic, you've done uh, and you you continue to do like just you know kind of more of the traditional book style. Which one do yeah. you like better? Um, or does it really depend on the story you're trying to tell? I, I'm a, I'm an old school page turn guy. Cause if you look at my stuff, if you look at my, my, my actual books and you know, you'll see, I you know that bottom, that bottom right corner page, right corner of the page. And like, Oh, you know, it's not as, it's not as blatant as, Hey, look here, but it's, it's, Oh, who are you? And they make you turn the page. I have the subtle page turners. There's just something about, the feeling and having that comic and being able to turn and seeing the whole, the whole two page spread, especially with prison game and then turning that page and waiting for that reveal. Um, you know, cause I know you had the, the PDFs of even fall, mm-hmm. um, but the, watching that, those reveals, um, especially in the second issue towards the end with some of the, um, the battle and the surprises there, those turns are really like, wow, I didn't expect that. And, you know, web comics is different because I'm really trying it now and really trying to build up the, um, the suspense of it. But what's happening is as you do it, it's a little, a little more different because basically you have your, you have your own, each panel, each setup is a page turn for the next week. So since I'm doing one panel at a time, it's a little trickier just trying to get in the flow of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just like to get my hands dirty, you know, get, get the ink all over me too, which is a whole different matter. Very cool. All right. Um, I guess wrapping up here, uh, what is like, where should people be uh, looking to find out what you're going to do next? Okay. Always, always cool as heck.com is got my, I've got a lot of, um, a lot of shows coming up. I've got, a. 
uh, one couple weeks in Orlando. I've got one at Space Coast Comic Con in uh, Canaveral. Then, uh, then Fort Lauderdale in October. I have a three-day Wizard World. Um, also, uh, you can always commission any new commissions because I do um, all kinds of art, and my books as well are available at my my site. And for all the viewers and readers or listeners or whatever the podcast term, podcast ease maybe, I don't know, whatever you guys, whoever you guys are that are <laughs> sitting home and, and listening to Casey and the crew. Letting us into your ear holes. <laughs> e- easy now. Don't get too, <laughs> don't don't get too get vulgar too there. Podcast here, okay? Um, <laughs> they like it. Yeah, he's very what what you do in your own time is your own business, fellas. <laughs> uh, if you go to my uh my my webpage um and you click on the shop and then you order anything from there, it'll take you to my square store. And if you use the uh the next code, you can get twenty percent off any purchase from me uh for the next couple of days. And if you use Florida Man and capitalize two separate words, you can get twenty percent off your entire purchase. Hot damn. Web store. So you can get some hard copies of Evenfall and Brisbane Gaming. I want and the Brisbane Gaming X, one. Sketch for sure. covers. I've got sketch covers there or um, a sketch commission as well. All right. And can we get that uh, code one more time? It's Florida Man. All right. All, perfect. All capital letters with a space in two words. Um, so, yeah. So check that out. And guys, appreciate you taking the time to listen to me ramble. and. What? Thanks for taking the time yeah. to uh, come talk to us. I mean, seems yeah, like you're crazy busy. Tried. So, when's the next time you're coming to the cities here? It's been a while since we tried to get together from a couple of fall cons ago, and I'm glad you did. And, you know, let me know what you guys uh, think or what happened, any feedback or whatever. And like I said, I'll be up towards uh, the Midwest in uh, November. Sweet. And uh, otherwise, all over the country. Um, next year and getting my stuff out there so so thanks guys and uh matt sorry to get with these guys but uh and rick you didn't say a damn thing so that's fine with me i, I, I said some stuff <laughs> i brought up frosted tips that's true oh, he did oh, for a second there i thought you said the prostitutes <laughs> <laughs> no that's, that's for after the show that's a whole that's different conversation that's when we turn the video off that's a whole podcast uh, i was gonna ask how many uh chapters are there of the brizzing game and i was getting really into that one how many um there we've got the um the prelude issue and then issue one and issue Two should be out in about towards the end, of, uh, about a month and a half or so. Once I finish everything up, sweet, cool, yeah. I really like the art and that two-page stuff. I want to have a hard copy for sure. Okay, yeah. So, like I said, uh, issue one and two. If you use the code Florida Man right now, um, you can go onto the Coolest Heck website and it can be at your house in mere days. Woo-hoo. Days, man. Days, and you know, days. I may even if you do it, I may even throw in a. Uh, Prison game and sketch card, hand drawn sketch oh, card. Oh shit! Too. If anybody orders any of the comics, here's another deal for you guys. Anybody orders any comics, um, you'll receive a uh, sketch card of that comic as well, hand drawn of one of the characters from there. Even Vol, Prison Game, and Alpha Alpha X. So you know, a little piece of art coming your way. Hell awesome. yeah! Thank Very you. Very cool. We will no be problem. doing some ordering. Okay. Very soon so- here. So thank you guys so much for, for taking the time to listen to me. And, uh, you know, anything you guys need from me, shoot shoot me an email. And like I said, uh, coolasthack.com or 
and cool as heck at Facebook, Twitter, I think Tumblr too, any any sort of online thing. And I think cool, I have cool as heck. All right, awesome. And thanks for elevating our humor with all those deep cuts. <laughs> hey man, I, you know, and I actually, I'm actually quite reserved right now because otherwise. Otherwise, you guys would be really scared. But, yeah, when you, next time we talk to Doug, ask for Doug. And All right, goes. well, I guess we're going to have to have you on again so we can get the real the real deep one. So. Oh, yeah, you get me. And if you get me, we'll get, have me dial in and have Munson. And it'll be quite a, quite a feat. And then the fact is, it just let me, you know. And here, here's here's something you need to do, though. You need to get uh, Munson back on, but also get Jack Cotts. And ask Jack Cods about his um, his critique he got from Neil Adams. All right. Um, I've never, right I now. haven't heard that much f words since my grandmother at Christmas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Very cool. Right. So thanks, guys. I, Thank I you. Appreciate it, and uh, talk to you on the interwebs and. Uh, uh, I don't know what else to say, so I'm going to say, as uh, the kids say, I don't even know what the kids say. Deuces. Deuces. Uh, <laughs> I'm ordering at the moment. Well, th- thank you again. Uh, we really appreciate it, and have a good night. I'm going to try, man. It's uh, Actually, it's it's almost 8 o'clock, and I'm missing the, the mint julep at the, uh, at the old folks' home down here. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, well, you run and grab that mint julep. All right, I'm out. Deuces. See ya. <laughs> Oh, man. What there, a great guy. There he goes. Back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, man. that what He's so much fun. I, I love just sitting down and talking with him. So, guys, uh, make sure you go to coolasheck.com and click on the store link at the top of the page there. Um, and then enter the code FLORIDAMAN and get some of this awesome artwork. I, I really like it. I like the, the black and white. It's, it's different. Because a lot of the stuff we see from like web artists, it's uh, it's it's just very different. Yeah, I like the cleanliness of bring. bring I can't say the Brisinging men. I like the art in that one a lot. It it feels a lot more clean and together than the Evenfall. I think that's why I liked that one a bit more. Evenfall had this cool like punk feel to it. Yeah, kind of. no, it it felt dirty, it and I really liked. And that's that. the kind of style I was going for too. Yep. Yeah. All right, so we have some beers. Because we should do that. And we still haven't talked about what we've done this week. I know. That's okay. We didn't so do anything. While, while the beers are coming out, uh, because beer bitch Rick is going to grab them. Uh, where, where are they? They're in the fridge. Okay. Or, or Mac can get them. Carlos, what did you do this week? I uh, watched well, a movie, but we'll talk about that uh, when we get to you, Casey. Okay. But uh, I, was, I did a lot of reading this week. I read... Uh, a book I really enjoyed this book. I I read Superpowers Year One, and then I actually as soon as I finished Year One, I read a Year Two of it. It's basically uh, kind of like X Men, like you know how like X Men they're supposed to be like a school for gifted youngsters and stuff. This is like the college for X Men. Okay, and uh, they actually go to classes and stuff. It was actually really, I, I I really like books where they go into like the whole training bit. Mm-hmm. Well, and like some books, like I, I kind of sad, like where they only devote like a two a chapter or two for it. And like th- this is like superpowers year one, and like it was the whole it was like their whole uh, college year from beginning to end. And basically, the just the story is uh, there's a small number of people who have superpowers, and uh, but and, but most of them have no control over the power at all. Like it just 
So, so they're just called powers. And then the smaller amount of them have actual control over the powers. And uh, so basically, five of these people go through an operation. They get that gives them control of their powers, and they go to this college. And it's actually really entertaining. Everyone's like entering info into their phones. Yep. Need to order now. If I don't, of course, don't forget. In Rick's case, it's uh, Domino's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just working up. <laughs> he wants to, when he gets home tonight, he wants to destroy well, his toilet. Well, as long as it's not my toilet. Well, I need to order between the shows. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. No, and you're so fine. So I need to order so it comes between them, yeah. <laughs> not during you're one. Fine. So I'm getting it ready, and then we'll. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> you continue, Carlos. All right. So I, I read that. Like, I couldn't put that one down. Then I read year two. And as I was reading year two, like, I had uh, Armada from, I can't, what was it? I can't remember who the author of uh, uh, was. Ernest Klein. Yeah. That arrived. And it was like, you know, I really need to read that, but I got to finish this book first. He is also the author of Ready Player yes. One, which is where we all heard about him. So I'm going to, I got that book to read tomorrow because I finished year two and today. Fun fact he pops up in the Atari uh, documentary. Uh, when the one where they're searching for the landfill of ET oh, yeah? of ET uh, cartridges, and he he drove George R. R. Martin's DeLorean with a life size ET in the passenger seat. George R. R. Martin has it. Uh, that's awesome. All right, <laughs> I did not know that, and that's the greatest thing I've learned today. You're welcome. You're welcome. So that's that's on your next yeah, socket. I, yeah, that's next on my okay. uh, agenda is to read that. Rick, what have you been up to? I've I've been working a lot. I'm doing some some prep for school. Yeah, we recorded uh, a bunch of uh, we did record a bunch of masculinity one hundred one. I did having gotten any of them edited together. You should. I was going to do it on a plane, done. but I didn't want to. But you should. Oh no, yeah, I will for sure. There, it's it's on my to do list. I'm going to try to get some of them done this week. You're on my to do list. Oh, that's very sexual. We're gonna get those. Oh, those are bow, bow. yeah. We got. We recorded five. We recorded five. We, we have five. five. Oh God! Yeah. Nice. Yeah. There's there. You're gonna learn how to do some manly things. Yeah, Carlos. No more bitching. So Let me once, know when you do one on how to change well, oil because I gotta learn how to do that. Once we start releasing them, it's gonna be every other week. So. Yeah. Because I, I rely on those. Like otherwise, I'm lost. Yeah. Well, that's how Carlos learned how to have beers in the shower. Did your father yep. make it into some of the videos? His truck yeah, his truck did. Uh, he might be involved in some different he videos be, because there do. has to be something where he we find out he how you knew all this. Well, that and also I'm thinking about doing story time with uh, with Rich. <laughs> yes, that is a great idea. Wait, yeah. wait. So it's Rich and Rick. Yeah, my dad's Rich. This I'm just Rick. gets even better and better. You guys are like the same person. Yeah, but if Simpler, it wasn't for those similar. videos, I wouldn't know how to shovel a driveway correctly. I've been doing it wrong all this time. Yeah, he's well, been no, putting on snow boots. And okay. I haven't been no. having a... I didn't have a beer in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> and you weren't doing you it one-handed. I know. Matt, what have you been up to? Uh, it was actually a really fun weekend. Uh, Emma's was super busy. I was working all week. It was pretty terrible. But at the, the weekend made up for my entire week. Because it was the derelict decathlon this week. The what? The derelict decathlon. It's basically the drunken Olympics of uh, River Falls. Lazy River puts it on, and everybody that's kind of a regular at Emma's on the night crowd is all part of it. 
They all there was like nine teams. Some people come up from Indiana for it and stuff. Oh wow! So it's actually like basketball, biking, archery, kayaking, everything. Well intoxicated. Well, they drink beer the whole entire time. Well, wait, was that what they were those signs up for? No, that was uh, there was another Ragnar run going. Oh, so on there's mul- there are multiple runs. This there was weekend? something yeah going on. Yeah, I was I was following the Ragnar signs for a while. I'm like, where do these go? <laughs> And then there was the triangle thing uh, that was also going on. Wait, there's a third one? Yeah, the triangle thing with those girls that got killed. They built that uh, park thing over at Hoffman Park, the new jungle gym thing. Right. I don't know. They were getting all set up while we were drunkenly playing volleyball and uh, doing frolfing, and I scored frolf. But then yesterday I worked all day, and it was just like constant waves of people coming in to cool off from the heat. Yeah. They were all going to the decathlon. So it was a really fun day, and then last night was the after party, and I hung out with everyone. Wow. Sounds like it was a drunken weekend. Did you high five? I high fived a lot of people. Right on. Right. And we danced the night away at the bar. Dancing. Well, I I disappeared to or I disappeared. I disappeared to Portland for yeah. four or five days. Because yeah. that's where Quakers live, right? That that's a, I don't know. All I know is there are some really fucking cool bars in Portland. Yeah, that one you sent of the one in the back of the movie, the it, old it's, movie it, theater yeah, or whatever? No, it's, not, it's an old, like, stage theater. Old stage theater? Yeah, yeah so that a, was amazing. A, a movie theater took over, or, well, I take a movie theater that has tables and beer instead of, like, actual reclining seats took over, like, the front half of the theater. Okay. And then um, in, like, the middle, there's this cigar bar, and then in the back, where the old backstage used to be, they have a theater called The Backstage. And there's Big tapestries hanging. I posted a picture on mm-hmm. on Facebook. So oh, that was a cool picture. I'm really was, jealous of you. That it was amazing. very cool. We hit a we hit a cider bar that had 28 different ciders on that tap. That is really cool too. Um, and then we we hit a couple of other uh, like just regular like tap rooms. We were in this district in uh, Portland called the Hawthorne District, which is like the hips like you know Portland is a hipster city. Hawthorne is where all the hipster hipsters go. Oh, and so you know it's it's like the new hip area. And it was it was a lot of fun and really cool. But we ended the night at what I think is my favorite pub uh, that that we hit the entire time we were there. It was called uh, either the Brass Horse or the Horse Brass, and it's like we walked along all these residential streets trying to find it, and then like it popped out of nowhere, like <laughs> like uh, like Diagon Alley or something. There shit. it is, guys. No, it, well, I mean, we were all <clears throat> we we were both like ten. 13 beers deep yeah. at this point. Did you have to like knock on some bricks in a specific way to get <laughs> into it? Felt like it. But anyway, you walk in and it looks like an old London pub. Cool. Uh, there's like knickknacks on the walls and like soccer banners hanging and it's all like old wood and That's cool. And there's I like beer be entrance bar by the sound of the name actually cuz there's the brass rail in Minneapolis and then the saloon. Yeah, no, this was not a gay bar cuz that would have been awkward. <laughs> So we did that, and then uh, the next three nights, we went to my boss's favorite place in all of Portland. It's a steakhouse called El Gaucho. Ooh. This steakhouse has been there for 50, 60 years, and it's grandfathered in, so there's a cigar lounge inside of the steakhouse Ooh. where you can sit there, smoke a cigar, and they will bring you steak. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Masculinity 101 right needs there. to go there. Right? Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, and so we spent three nights in a row there. <laughs> hey, you want to go back? Oh, fuck yeah, I do. Yeah, like it was it was great and, <laughs> and just you, amazing. Uh, good thing there wasn't a dress code there because. Oh yeah, yeah no. So this is real swanky place. Oh yeah, you can already tell. Yeah no, super swanky. And uh, I was I was with my boss, and we were wearing shorts, 
t-shirts. I was wearing a baseball cap. He was wearing a baseball cap. And I'm like, are, are, do, do we need to go change? He's like, Casey, let me tell you something I've learned. No matter how I'm dressed, my money spends just as good. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's right. a place they won't let you in. But no, yeah, I was picturing like you had to dress up like fucking uh, the Titanic, you know, all the rich people on yeah. Titanic. No, I, I just no everybody else a... in the building was dressed that way. Even the waiters were wearing tuxedos. <laughs> and they're like, oh no, some of these guys. Yeah, I was, expect- I was wearing sandals. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting uh, Casey. I, when I, I was just picturing like them being the, like everybody's fancy except them, and they're just dressed in like tuxedo t-shirts. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty much what it was, but I don't know. The beer was good. The the food was amazing. So we were happy. If you ever go there again, are you going to dress up a little bit more? No, no. I went there three nights in a row. Yeah. Wearing the Did you pretty see much how much the, same the bill thing. was for that place. Would um, I be able to afford it? Well, no. It's it's like going to a nice steakhouse around here. Okay. It's one of those things where so we lucked out and one of our partners paid for the first night. Ooh. And then. We may or may not have expensed it the other two nights. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear a thing. Uh, so, yeah. No, I mean, you're looking at 50, 60 bucks yep. a, a cut of meat. Yeah. But, yeah, steakhouse. That's, cool. well, that's about yeah. standard pricing. Yeah, no, and it was it was just really cool. In but bring your own cigars because the markup there is fucking insane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were selling thirteen cigars for, they, or $13 cigars for 60, 70 bucks. Do they let Fuck. you bring your own? Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, and so we uh the second day we went in, uh it was it was three thirty. We we got done at the convention at uh three and so we walked the six blocks to the thing and so it was it was three thirty. Um the doors open, we just walk in, walk right past where the hostess like didn't notice that there wasn't a hostess there because we just walked in and went straight to the cigar lounge. And so we're sitting there and a guy in street clothes comes in and he sticks his head in and he's like, Hey, uh we don't open until four they <laughs> <laughs> were the only ones in there just smoking cigars. Yeah. And we're like, oh, well, is there somebody we can talk to about sticking around? And they're like, sure. And so they sent us over to a manager. And I stay and keep smoking. And Pop's like, watch my cigar. Okay, I will. So he goes over and he comes back. He's like, okay, we could stay until 4 or uh, they open at 4.30. So we were an hour early. He's like, all right, they, they say we can stay. They just can't service any booze until 4.30. I'm like, okay, well, how'd you fix that situation? I told him that if they're not there at 4.30 with the alcohol, <laughs> they're in trouble. And 4.30 on the dot, the same guy in the street clothes, he like shows up in his tux with booze, and we're like, yes. My man. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it was a really good trip. I love Portland. It's a fun city. It, it sounds like is. you had even more fun this time than on the road trip that we took out I there. had a lot of fun on the road trip, and I hit just as many brew pubs and stuff. I made it back to Cascade Barrel House. Um, but that was after I ate a bunch of fish, and so uh, seafood and sour beers don't mix the great. <laughs> I can imagine not. Why not? They they just did some weird things to my stomach, so we just hung out at the uh, at the the Green Dragon in, or uh, Tavern. That sounds amazing too. It was. Uh, it's yeah, it's a fun city. If you haven't gone, I highly recommend going. Anyway, we have a beer in front of us. Right? Everyone has beer? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. We have Samuel Smith's Yorkshire Stingo. Um, there's a whole thing written on the bottle here. Yeah, a whole thing. A whole thing. Uh, so some of the oak casks at Samuel Smith's date back more than a century, with the individual oak staves being replaced by the old brewery coopers over the years. Wait, you can use a, a cask for over a century? They, they'll, they'll replace the individual staves. To the, keep it fresh, the staves, the, uh, the those are the wood slats that make up the oh. cask. Yes. 
So that means that it's one of those things where it's technically you're slowly replacing well, the cask over time. Carlos, if if you have an axe and you break the axe handle and you put the new handle on yeah. it and then the head breaks and you put the you put a new head on that handle, is it still the same axe? At that no. point, I'd say no. But yeah, I I, I figured that's that's <laughs> that was that was going through my mind too. That yep. whole uh, John dies to the I, end. Read it. You see, normally good. normally I'd say yes, sure, it can be the same axe. But in this well, case. I don't think it counts. It well, doesn't maybe count anymore. That doesn't maybe count. they're still using the same like metal binding. That doesn't pieces. count. That who cares about that? <laughs> that doesn't touch the the alcohol. Yeah, but it still counts as part of the cask. <laughs> it does, but you didn't replace the entire thing. The way they made it sound makes it think, ooh, they're still actually using flavors from that time. And yeah, everything. but no, you know what? Not even close. They didn't. Can I say finish that. my read? They just made you. <laughs> this think is important it. information you have to get out there. <laughs> Tell us the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Gradually, the casks soak in more and more of the character of the ale, fermented in stone Yorkshire squares. Yorkshire Stingo is aged for at least a year. No, we're sure it's a year. Well-used oak casks in the brewery's underground cellars, deriving fruit, raisin, treckle, toffee, Christmas pudding, and slight oaky flavors before uh, being further naturally conditioned in bottle. Allow time for yeast to settle before opening and pour gently. Now, are you sure it's been a year? Like, maybe they took a little bit out and, like, put a little no, bit more in. No, they said at least a year. Yeah, but, you know, they might have, uh... No, you know how Okay, now you're just the... trying to bring up shit. Yeah, yeah. just Not... back down. We don't have a, a representative from Samuel Smith's Brewery here. <laughs> I can't answer all of these questions. Stand down, Carlos. I'm sorry, they lost me when they said uh, Christmas pudding. That kind of made me want to puke in my mouth. Christmas pudding? Treacle, toffee, I guess. Yeah, it does. Uh... Well, just like, why Wait. do you really have to say Christmas pudding? Well, the know. British what? use pudding with everything. I know yeah. that, but when I don't like to hear Christmas in August, so. Calm down, Matt. I don't I'm like sorry down. that it's the wrong time yeah, of Matt year needs for you. To stand out. I don't no, like this is Christmas ever. This is a great tasting beer. I'm, they once you read Christmas, so that just Fine. like ignore a, Christmas. That it is August a, pudding. That yeah. brought August two points pudding. down on this no, beer no, it's, right it's there. It's August pudding. Yeah, it's August pudding. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I've never <laughs> after hearing all that, I've never had fruitcake in my life. But now I think fruitcake when I drink this. Where, where did fruitcake well, come into this? Huh. There's some fruit flavors, and they're like raisin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I definitely taste the raisin. Yeah. And it's, gl- I love it. I, I like the glorious. toffee flavor that I'm getting. Yeah, I'm getting I that. I like but the like, Christmas pudding flavor that's coming out. You can't fucking say Christmas pudding anymore. You threw a whole fit. And then you and say you like August it. pudding. There's some real good toffee on, like, the forend, and then some solid, like, raisiny, oaky. Back now that they said pudding, though, I did good. have Shut pudding. Shut the fuck up, Matt. <laughs> when I was in England, I had pudding, and it does remind me of pudding. All right, Carlos. I want your in-depth thing it's on true. this beer. What in is the middle coffee of my pudding? So I mean, not Christmas. Coffee. Chris, I'm sorry. So Christmas pudding. Pudding. <laughs> uh, pudding that you eat at Christmas. That's it. That's the uh, only difference. Can we just move their on pudding's from like no, Christmas pudding? Their pudding's like bread pudding. It's not like our pudding. Yeah, it's not like yeah. it's not like Jello pudding. <laughs> no, it's no. it's like. Hang actual on. I have a Wikipedia synopsis. Christmas pudding is a type of pudding traditionally served as part of the Christmas dinner in Britain and in some other countries where it has been brought by British immigrants. It has origins in medieval England uh, and is sometimes known as plum pudding or just pud. I have heard of yeah, plum Yeah, so let's just say it tastes wait, like wait, it has pud. plums in it? Yes. Yeah, I, would, I had a different kind of pudding. Plum pudding. Ugh. Carlos, now do you a not like it because you've heard A traditional bag-boiled Christmas pudding. Wait, bag-boiled? Bag boiled. 
That sounds yeah. as bad do they, as ludicrous. Do they boil it in like a bag of like from an animal? Like no, intestines? I don't know. I just have a picture that says a traditional like bag a boiled bag. Christmas pudding. Well, Still they just traditional, a, I assume. They just use a Ziploc bag. Yeah, when I say, yeah. I'm assuming it must be with intestines of some animal. Why are you assuming that? It's is, that how you, is that all the bags Trick, you use? The, that's what people did in the past. When you go to Walmart, are you like, uh, I don't want a bag. I'm not into no. intestines. So now in, now in it's the, okay that they're, they're just randomly talking about things, and it's okay that they're using no. intestines now, but talking about no, uh, no. a year on there, he's pissed about that. Yeah, I, I don't know. Carlos, <laughs> all right. oh. tell me about the beer. I thought I was, that was it. <laughs> it's You're all right. fired. <laughs> You're drunk. Go home. It's all right. All right, Rick. I like it. I like this beer. Okay. Um, what do you like about it? What don't you like about it? Like I said, it's like it's a very full beer. Mm. Did I tell say what style? Refreshingly, it's an full. English strong ale. If yeah. anybody was curious, 8% refreshingly ABV. full. Yeah, it's it's very full, and. uh it has all those flavors. Yeah. I have the I get the toffee. But then the thing I I really like the like raisiny oak. It's like a smoked raisin type of thing, which wouldn't taste good if you smoked a raisin. <laughs> no. But in a beer, it tastes real good. All right. Tastes real good. Or you dry like your it. plums out in uh like oak like flavor so it brings in the oak flavor. There you go. They got it right there. Yeah, that would probably taste bad to eat, but in this beer it tastes great. <laughs> Matt uh, I dig it. I wouldn't want to drink this in outside right now. No, and, uh, no, no. But I'm thinking hard. about November. Oh yeah, I, uh, think I would say even October. This, this would be good for October time. Actually, yeah, I think that if you had this like a colder time of year, it would like boost the score a lot. Actually, yeah. oh no, for sure, I like it. I, it's I, refreshing. I, I saw I saw it there, and I was like, oh, a Samuel Smith ale that I haven't had, and we haven't done an English ale on the show in a while. So that was a good idea. Yeah, I thought so. All right, um, I really enjoy it. Uh, I get a lot of the the toffee up front, um, that raisin, a hint of the oak, the, but my oak palate has just been shot lately. I haven't been able to pick it up very well. Um, but uh, it tastes a lot of that English yeast character is coming through, and I love English-style beers. I do, I do. too. Uh, they always have like that bready characteristic, and they're just delicious. Carlos, out of 10. Oh, I just have a question, though. What kind of... Beer is this actually? Like it's a, an English strong ale. A strong ale. Yep. Have we ever had a strong ale on the show? Uh, we've had Hobgoblin, which I believe is an English strong ale mm. as well. Like, what's the? I'm just curious what the difference is between a strong ale and a regular ale. Uh, the alcohol percentage mostly. Mainly that. Yep. All right. Yeah, this is an eight percent, and so you know your uh, your I regular like your, your normal English ales are going to be lower. Uh, I like the lower. label a lot because it makes me think more of like a uh, a stout or something like that than a. Uh, yeah, yeah, ale. it's it's definitely closer to like a strong porter or yeah, stout. yeah, porter. That's what I meant. Yeah, I, I mix out mix up stouts and porters. They're all very the time. similar. Uh, you know, it's not bad at all. Actually, uh, I think uh, I really don't know. I didn't know really what to expect from a a strong ale until you said a hobgoblin. I do remember that it could be mm-hmm. a lot. To, I guess I would describe it as thicker. So I I think I'd actually give this a. An eight out of ten. Okay, because I'm pretty sure this is it tastes right for yep what I'm expecting. Rick, I give it an eight point five. I think it's real good. Eight. I mean, it would be better in like a colder month. Yeah, but I, I, if I if I were to project into a colder month, I'd give it an eight point five. Matt, 
Eight. Eight. I will also give it an eight and a half. Uh, if it was a little colder, uh, like temperature wise around here, I think that might like you can you can try to project yourself into the colder month as much as you want. But right. if yeah. it was just you know like a brisk fall day, I think this would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, I could eight really see this hitting the spot after like a long day of work, and then you come in and it's nice and cool out. Yeah, sit, sitting out on the back porch. Yeah, yeah. When you're done with your uh, when you're shoveling the driveway, and you're done with your uh, shoveling driveway beer. You yeah. come back inside and you have your uh, post uh, shoveling well, you dri- driveway your, shoveling. You need beer. a lighter beer. It's a, it's called a cardio beer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you're like shoveling, <laughs> that's a new style. We're gonna publish the <laughs> Blind Ninja Studio style guidelines. <laughs> the cardio beer. Yeah, I guess you better start paying off some doctors already. Right. Four to five doctors agree. This is not good idea. Just don't do it. <laughs> so yeah, that's like an average of eight point two five from yep. us. Yep. Uh, Beer Advocate gave it a ninety one. Right. Uh, which I can definitely see. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's a very good beer. If you have it at the right time, yeah. Now, uh, there. I forgot we, when we were talking about what we did this last week. There was one thing that we left off. It was uh, Casey and I saw The Man from Uncle. Oh yes, we did. It was, what? It, it was a nice film that took the taste of Fantastic Four out of my mouth. Yeah, so The Man from Uncle uh, is a TV show from the 70s. And I've never, I've never seen it. But basically, uh, the movie was a spy film that was awesome. Yeah. It was really well shot. Um, the do- Isn't it based in like the 60s or something? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's based during the Cold War, like six, like... Yeah, the sixties, late sixties, early seventies, something like Kennedy's, that. Kennedy's still the president. Oh so. yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, no, so it's it's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. Very stylistic. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot. Of well, fun. and it, it commits to itself, and it takes itself seriously. So you can like, but it has fun with it. Yeah. So and there's there's a lot of scenes where one character is doing something in the foreground, and then something ridiculous is happening in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Those but are some of my favorite. It's shots. it's a it's a funny spy movie that doesn't rely on bumbling spies. It was it's kind of like if you took one of the older classic James Bond movies, and then it spruced felt, it up. It felt very Roger day. Moore. Yeah. If you're a Bond fan, you'll know what that means. The rest of you, watch more Bond. Like a kind of a more modern. Watch more. I Bond. suppose not like a, just like they upgraded everything to be better and like this. It was a fantastic film. I thought. Yeah. Very good. Yes. yes for banjos. And now, oh, yeah, the Department of Defense presents News with Casey. No, I have that on a different channel. Oh, you do? Yeah, I have that running on my Mac. I did a whole bunch of shit today. All right, well, then you just fucked were... it up. Yeah, he did. That's why it was so loud. Yeah. No, what happened to the banjos? Yeah, I, he ca- I Casey hates them. the banjos <laughs> because you're an asshole. In only- Anchorage, Alaska, this one's for you. Hey, thanks, uh, man. A man in a bear suit is causing some issues. On Monday, on the Chilkoot River, only in Alaska, guys, a group had gathered at a weir, a thing used to count fish. Yeah? That's apparently a thing. Wait, wait. So they gather at these fish counters, and that's like a pastime? Yes. All right. It's just not gather there just as a pastime. (laughs) All right. So (laughs) they drink beer. They drink beer, and they gather there to count the fish. (laughs) You gather there to drink beer and talk about fish that are there. They they gathered at this weir because a mama bear and her cubs would frequently show up there to feed during the salmon run. The crowd became startled when a man in a realistic bear suit ran through the area, and began to jump up and down near the cubs. The fish and game technicians... 
I'm sorry, this is this guy is so fucking stupid. The fish and game technicians tried to move the mama bear away from the man for his safety and then confronted the man, even though, according to game and fish biologist Mark Soggy, our job is to count fish, not talk to people. That is a direct quote. (laughs) I like this guy. You know what? That's not illegal. What? It's not illegal to to dress up in a bear suit <laughs> and try and to fuck, fuck around with, with some cubs. Yeah, you that's not illegal. <laughs> that's it's just literally insane. Yeah, no. That I think it's not illegal because that kind of punishes you by itself. <laughs> that kind of works itself out. The result most Well, I hope the uh, <laughs> I hope the fish and wildlife uh, guy could bear with it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> what? When did Carlos start doing puns? Was well, it a little unbearable? <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Carlos. The man refused to identify himself, saying, "You have my dry- or you have my license plate. Figure it out yourself." And then hopped into his truck and drove away while yes. still wearing the bear costume. <laughs> <laughs> that is the end of the story. <laughs> I love Alaska. It's I hated living there, but it's so great. It's the Florida of the North. It is. <laughs> it is. So, but like, he wasn't attacked by the uh, the mama bear. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Mama like, bear was probably like. But he was. Hot. Like, he was jumping he with right by the cubs. He was like five, ten feet away from the cubs. No, but but like the mama bears, they were aggressively attacked. Yeah, bear. but there yeah. was fish. But he was a bear, and she was probably like, "I'm looking for a man who's good with kids." No, Let's no, but she already goes. has cubs, so she has to defend her cubs from other bears. No, because maybe she wants a stepdad for them. I don't think bears deal with that. I think they mama do. Bear wants bears a stepdad, have a very okay? like complex legal system. Yeah. Did you? You've never me? been to bear court? <laughs> oh man, no. bear court's the worst. For especially people in bear court, they just get eaten. Yeah, on, it's unbearable. I was on <laughs> Facebook today. Have you heard about this Wanksky guy? Carlos is no. You know Banksky, the graffiti artist yeah. in New York and everywhere else? There's a guy going by the name of Wanksky in Manchester in the UK, and uh, he's spray-painting penises around potholes for the UK city. <laughs> yeah, I heard about for that. For the yeah. city council to actually like take initiative and clean <laughs> up the potholes. It is a riot, and I'm looking at half the pictures. And like, I bet it's working. It is. They're actually li- they're actually covering them up, yeah. and they <laughs> like kind of like the episode. Oh, what was that one? Uh, it was, it was uh, the league yeah. when he drew a swastika oh, over yeah. the pothole in front of his yard, and he's a Jew. Yeah. And then, then they had a uh, what was it like a bar mitzvah or something yeah. at at their house, and uh, like the rabbi like Google mapped it, and the Google Maps images just showed a big swastika yeah. in front of their yard. The uh, <laughs> The local council officers were on the news, and they said, The drawings are obscene. Every penny that we have to spend cleaning off this graffiti is a penny less that we have to spend. Uh, we are able to spend on actually repairing potholes. Yeah, but you but weren't no, repairing the potholes. I know, right? But now they are. It's <laughs> a good one. Being... <laughs> Way to do positive I, reinforcement. I think uh, so that is a good idea. We should do that around here. Pretty sure that we should p- draw some big dicks over these because these fuckers get bad. I know. Yeah, they yeah do. but then they'll just put that gravel shit on them, and I hate that gravel shit. Yeah, they don't actually repair them. Yeah, they just fill it with really gravel good. shit. They, well, you have to find out who's doing it because if it's like a county road, they're like, yeah, we don't fucking care about it. No, we'll but in town they just went through and put. Uh, I don't know what's it. What's it called? 
grit. I don't know what gravel. that's called, but it's annoying. Yeah, I call it gravel. Even just shit. walking to work, it sticks to the bottom well, of my feet. And I was, oh, that, I was, like they put uh, it there and they don't pack it down. Yeah, yeah, because that's what the. Oh, yeah. that's, that's still the, it's still just asphalt. Oh, yeah, just being really fucking lazy. That's what the yeah. you drive over it, so then that's how it goes. Yeah, into the, yeah. I, except I, for a fucking. They didn't want to pay a steamroller driver. When I was a when I was a kid, like I destroyed my rollerblade wheels because of that bullshit. Yeah, me too. And Carlos never rollerbladed again. Because it gets stuck in the fucking Oh, no. I I wasn't going to be able to afford rollerblade wheels by myself. (laughs) Oh, yeah. How much do you think rollerblade wheels cost? (laughs) More than I had. Sorry, It can't be that much. I got another news thing. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I I also saw on Facebook that uh, New Glarus got three uh, of the world's best beers and the 20 best beers in the world. That was on Oh, really? They got three of them? Yeah. You Holy wanna you wanna shit. bring up the list? Yep, I'm doing it right now. That's actually fucking a lot of beers to get yeah. twenty best in the world. It's who's by, this who's this rated by? It's from Time magazine. Oh, okay. So, so it's not actually like kinda legit. Not yeah, something. Yeah, from bring up Wisconsin. the list. Um all right, so start with number ten and we're gonna make guesses. All right, let me get to number ten. We're all gonna guess to see if a thing is on the list. <laughs> Uh, Wait, are we going to guess its place on the list? Sure. Well, all right. Well, let's let's first guess and see if the beer is on the list, and then we can guess at it. Do you want the new glares? Are you guessing new glares? Or what are no, you? no. Can we're going Well, least... number thirteen is uh, Serendipity by New Glarus. That was one of them That's on there. That's a good beer. I thought this was a top ten list. I know. No, it's top twenty altogether. Oh, okay. And they had three of them. I was just telling we'll, you which we'll ones. Our guesses. Okay. What? So what am I supposed to do? All right. You're supposed to hang on. Also, Carlos, make a guess. Blue Pabst, uh, the ribbon, the blue ribbon stuff. Pabst blue ribbon. Yeah. Not yeah. blue Pabst ribbon stuff. God damn. <laughs> and also, no, that's So are not you guessing what list. number 10 is right now or something? No, no, we're just we're just guessing. We're, guessing, we're, we're going to change it. Are, are we guessing which New Glarus beers are in the top no, 10? No, just what guess beer a beer you to think see if it's on the list. going to be on the top 10. A beer. Ooh. In the top 10. It has to be in the top 10. Oh, I could go with a safe one. Go for Good. it. I'm... Well, I, I'm guessing a dogfish head like 60 minutes is going to be in there. Not um, a bad idea. Because that one's see. really well liked. Is this world or U.S.? It says in the world. In the world. Okay. I'm going to go with Pliny the Elder. Casey is the only one correct, I think. Really? Pliny the Elder is number 10 by hey. Russian River. And there are no PBRs, Miller Lights, nothing like that on this thing. It's that's actual. Right. That's the only. Uh, I was gonna go with Summer Shanty, but Did, even that was unbelievable. No, like there's to me. nothing like Liney's. No, no. Thank like, God. It, don't, I don't want. I would Did, be really sad if Liney's was on. Hold there. up. Uh, Did Dogfish had have. Anything I, I, in there? I'm going through right now. Okay. Uh, number nine is Raspberry Tart by New Glarus. Uh, number eight is Everett by Hill Farmstead. I don't know if you've ever had that one. Uh, had it. Next page. <laughs> loading, loading. Pseudo Sue is number seven. But oh uh, shit! I should have guessed Pseudo. That's a good idea. That's a that good. is a really good beer. Yeah. Uh, number six is Goose Gone Wild by Stillwater Artisan Ales. Uh, Zombie Dust is number five by Three Floyds. Number four is Susan by Hill Hill Farmstead. Number three, Framboos by Three Fontiens. Fontien. Frambois. From Frambois. <laughs> it's, it's it's Frambois. Fram- B O O S. Oh, it, oh no, I'm sorry. From Booze. Yeah. From Booze. <laughs> By three uh, There's a lot of the Hill Farmsteads. I want to know what these ones are. Number two is Anne Hill Farmstead. And then number one, the Wisconsin Belgian Red by New Glarus. Really? Number one. Cool. Number really? One. The Belgian Red. Uh, does that one even exist anymore? Yeah. I, which one's that one? Do they have a name? I don't know for if it? I've had that one. Was Dogfish um, Head in the top 20 at all? I don't even think Dogfish Head was on here. Good. Really? I like them. They're overrated. 
Uh, Hill Farmstead is in uh, Greensboro Bend, Vermont. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they're, they're also at number w- 11. They're closed today. The make Maple Bog. But they're pretty damn maple close Maple Bacon to New Coffee York, Porter's which is where on time there. Is from, right? Yeah. Time's published in New York. Yep. So Connecticut, There's another it, Hill that's one. just because they're close. Yeah, yeah, and I'm well. I'm surprised that Pliny made it on it because that's a West Coast mm-hmm. exclusive beer. There's uh the well, Nuclearis is only Wisconsin. It's only Wisconsin. There yeah. is that. Yeah. Uh, one of the ones three is from uh West of Lutten, Belgium or whatever. Oh yeah, the 14. West Levens. Yeah. Uh, twelve is it Westy twelve? Eight. Oh, it's Westy eight. Westy uh, twelve another keeps hill farmstead. being like the best beer in the and world. And another Hill Farmstead. <laughs> and another Hill Farmstead. So this is the one that's from Connecticut, right next to New York. But no, I thought that was really cool, though. Time Magazine and New Glarus is three of them. Except that could yeah. also be because they were the uh, small business thing sitting next to President Obama on the one thing. Oh, bummer. So that could be another thing there, but still. Yeah. Can I return to something real quick? Yeah. Carlos. Yeah? A pair of rollerblade wheels, or a set <laughs> of four is 1098 <laughs> today <laughs> yeah that's with, with inflation i'm sorry but that's yes. also with amazon cutting the price out of everything that's not amazon that's from hockey giant i don't even know what that is never heard of it it's it's a fucking thing <laughs> <laughs> and you could have i i guarantee you they weren't more than 15 dollars when you were a kid even if you are going to use the Amazon price cut. Well, I never replaced my rollerblade wheels anyway, so they yeah. had to be more than $15. I'm just saying, you were saying that you didn't replace them. It they probably would have been like $25. You could have sold your butt for that. <laughs> no, I don't think I'd do that. At CHS Field in St. Paul. <laughs> and at CHS Field in St. Paul, Minnesota, Mayor Chris Coleman threw out a ceremonial ball of yarn to mark the opening of the fourth annual Internet Cat Video Festival on Wednesday night. <laughs> Holy shit, how many there was a shit ton of people at that. Thirteen thousand cat video Where fans was this? from at all over the world the flew Saints into the stadium. stadium for an evening of watching cat videos on the stadium big screens. Isn't that amazing? It's fucking retarded. <laughs> It's All right, so that many people. it's retarded, but also fucking awesome. So, next year we are going to host the festival of crotch shots—just people getting yes. hit, getting hit in the balls. Can we do that? I don't see why not. We just need to partner with somebody and just rake in the dough. Well, we need a, a location. I guess no. We'll we'll call it Fail Fest. Yeah. No, you can't call it fail fest. Why yes, not? Can. That's not sure that exists. No, that's there. what there are. They're fail. They're I know it's alliterative, videos. but it's not descriptive enough. What do you mean? It's people failing at life. No, it's perfect actually. Because they're called fail, fail videos. I don't know. Google and see if fail fest is already a thing. I'm gonna check it right now. <laughs> what would you call it? That is perfect. I don't know yet. I like it. I, calling it fail fest just uh, d- does not bring to mind automatically well, crotch shots. Does to me. Okay, well, Fail Fest is in Raleigh, Damn North it. Carolina. But we could have Fail Fest Midwest. Oh, it even rhymes. I do like that Fail Fest Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> now we got to partner with those guys. No, you don't have to partner with anybody. Yeah, you kind of yes. do if they if they've already okay. trademarked the name. But they also don't have. They just have this website that has this thing that says, "Coming this fail or this fall." <laughs> is it really just say like, "coming this fail or this fall"? Yeah. Well, yeah, no, we could take that. 
Oh, no, but, but they have the FailFest website. We need that website. We need that URL. Uh, they have FailFest.us. Oh, we can get FailFest.com. Then they have FailFestRaleigh.com. FailFestMW.com. FailFest Midwest. We are totally doing FailFest Midwest. All right, and we're going to buy a town. These are two things that are <laughs> every time Rick shows up on this show, <laughs> we get suckered into doing something. Though I did get a lot of comments about how I would be a great and benevolent king until the beer showed up. Until yeah. the beer showed up? <laughs> then, no, we're we're going to have... Uh, well, eventually, Failfest Midwest will be moved and hosted in our town. Yeah, because it'll be in North Dakota. Yeah, which is still Midwest. Yep. Have you... Oh, wait, hang on. Yeah. Have you ever gone to Chipotle and thought, man, this baby-sized burrito just isn't big enough? Yeah. Well, Dylan Gross did. How did you know? <laughs> Are you a mind reader, Casey? I am. My I God. Am. Well, Dylan Gross did. What am I thinking right now? <laughs> and he put in the legwork uh, uh, on how to fuck over Chipotle and get more burrito for your buck for free. Here are his simple rules. One, order a burrito bowl, and you'll get roughly 15% more ingredients than just getting a burrito. Two, order, a, order your tortilla on the side of the bowl at no extra charge. And get a second tortilla for no extra charge as well. Because you already have fifteen more, fifteen percent more stuff. You might as well roll those babies together and make one giant burrito. Then, when ordering meat, order half and half. Uh, like if you're doing like half chicken, half steak, or half barbacoa and something else. Sure. And you'll end up with fifty-four percent more meat at no extra cost. Hmm. Order both kinds of rice and order both kinds of beans. Nice. And then you have a giant burrito. And now I'm hungry. Yeah, I, I read that the other day. I'm hungry as well. But you know, I think I might Good pitch thing in I an extra couple dollars so I don't have to wrap it myself and uh, just get two burritos. Right. Well, and never order double meat because then you only get like one and a half servings. Yeah, I know. You don't get two full servings of they meat. They screw you over. They do. They're like, although oh, you want double steak? Fuck you. Although that half <laughs> and half with the meat, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. I'll have to keep that in mind. Yeah, do half yeah. chicken, half steak or something. Or, or half uh, steak, half carnita. There you go. Then it's all beef. Yeah. Give me the yeah. chicken. Half steak, half Damn barbacoa. it, now I'm hungry. Barbacoa. <sighs> well, Carlos, the trees in Yosemite National Carnitas Park are apparently rising up against campers. By being on fire? <laughs> is it? Are they on fire? Because I know California's got that. Earlier this week, a large black oak branch fell uh, on two campers while they slept and killed them. Both of them. Both of them. Not bad. Not bad at all, Tree. <laughs> Not bad. That's impressive. A double kill? <laughs> There's just like the Halo announcer guy is like, kill Tacular. Double so kill. Wait, so this tree branch fell and killed two people. Yep, and they had to, They have now had to uh, close that, that campsite. <laughs> that tree's a badass. <laughs> right? You can't close it. Because what? Is, is the tree going to strike again? <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> it's a serial killer. All right. I bet that tree's like, you know what? People keep ripping my fucking branches off. Well, this is this is the first limb-falling death since 2012. In oh. America? No, no, no. In that park. Oh, in that park. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, where, where is this place so we don't go Yosemite there? Yosemite National Park is in California. Okay, we need to yeah. stay away from that. Um, oh, and another site has been closed due to two squirrels dying of the plague. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second plague sighting in Yosemite this year. Dang. The first one was when a camper fell ill with the plague in July. 
I'm pretty sure the apocalypse is starting in <laughs> Yosemite right. National Park. Well, that's was, where there's a super volcano. I did not know yet that Yosemite. No, was that's in Yellowstone. A, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I did not know that Yosemite was in California. You didn't? Where did no. you think it was? Colorado or somewhere around there. I could see it. Makes sense, but it's not. The yeah. trees are like probably just, just. They're like you guys took all of our fucking water. What's the one that's Assholes. like in the Colorado <laughs> area? Like that giant park, Yellowstone, Rocky Yellowstone. Mountain. No, Yellowstone's in Hawaii. Yeah. No, is that Colorado? No, no, I thought like yeah. it crossed it went across state lines. It might a little bit, but the like when you think Yellowstone, it's Wyoming. Ah, uh, all right. Okay, hang on. I have a map. I could never Uh-oh. tell the difference between uh, Yellowstone and uh, the other one. Yosemite. Yeah, all right, exactly. Yeah, so Yellowstone is right on the border. They both start with Y's. Um, so you're yeah. doing the same thing I was in my head. Well, yeah. But Colorado has a lot of stuff because it's got the Rocky Mountains. Colorado there. has a lot. I can, this is a shitty yeah. map. There's Rocky a lot Mountain. of stuff in Colorado. We're going to have to hike Colorado sometime. Like there's like mountains and stuff there. Yeah, yeah eaten by bears. But not if we're wearing bear suits. That's true. They just might try they to They can barely tell the difference. Well, I'd ra- I don't. <laughs> man. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd rather be fucked by a bear or eaten by a bear. I'd rather be fucked by one. Oh, it's not like you get pregnant. I'm pretty sure you're barren. <laughs> God damn. How, how are these coming to him? <laughs> he's making a list. And Suddenly he's, he's waiting on to talk about bears. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly this, he's this on a fucking w- pun roll. This, this is his bears. one pun subject. He's <laughs> been waiting for this golden opportunity. <laughs> Someday they'll talk about bears. Yeah, this, this is pretty much <laughs> the, the one pun subject I am knowledgeable about. <laughs> Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Haven't oh, talked about man. berries yes, yet or burying <laughs> yeah. anything. No, I haven't talked about berries. Or burying No, because that's just phoning it in, Matt. Jesus on, Christ. Matt. Get on top of this shit. Fine. We haven't had any people that, like, oh, I suppose I could have talked about, like, uh, there's the dominoes. Perfect. Get the door. It's dominoes. I guess I this could get enough for all of by us. I guess I could have talked about the, how that tree buried those two people, but uh, I didn't go for that one. Well, guys, if you'd like to support Carlos's pun habit and this show, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. It's the Patreon. highest form of humor. Patreon is like a recurring tip jar. You can uh, Even a dollar a month really helps us out. If you're going to do any shopping on Amazon, head over to blindnewsstudios.com. Click on the Amazon link at the bottom of the homepage. And uh, do your regular Amazon shopping, and we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. It's awesome. It's great for us. Easy for you. Um, and if you are going to uh, buy anything from Jeff Kulisek, our awesome, awesome guest. Like I just did. Yep. Make sure you uh, head on over to coolasheck.com and use the promo code Florida Spaceman. That's Florida Man with a space in all caps. Not Florida Spaceman. No. Well, Florida, then there's a space, like an empty space, white space, empty space. Yeah, exactly. And then man. Yeah. Yes. Well, I just, because when you said it, it kind of threw it off a little yes. bit. Yes, all right. So, yeah, go enter the promo code Florida Man, uh, and you'll get a free sketch card if you use that promo code. So go do that right now. All right, guys. Uh, well, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or feedback, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindindustudios.com, or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindindustudios, or you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And if you think that Rick should share his dominoes, please send us an email right now. Because we all want diarrhea. Yes. All right, guys, uh, that brings our show to the end. So I'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.